the EDP. Weird Norfolk, with Shifra Connor, Stacia Briggs and Richard Fair. In the late 1930s, just before the outbreak of World War II, a farmer was driving in the North Norfolk village of Great Snoring when something loomed in the middle of the road. Unable to break in time, the man found himself ploughing into what looked like a large white dog, but was ever more horrified when he realised his car had passed straight through the creature. Scared out of his word... What? what? (laughs) (laughs) He stopped his car got out and then ran as fast as he could, not, one might suggest, the wisest of tactics with a phantom dog on the loose. In the ghost book by A.A. McGregor from 1955, the author writes about the white shook of great snoring. Shortly before the Second World War, it was reported to have been seen on several occasions slinking along the lonely roads between the villages. According to the villagers, it had a terrifying habit of dashing across a road in front of cyclists and motorists, to disappear howling into adjacent fields. It was at about this time a motorcyclist declared that he had run through this ghost dog, an experience which so unnerved him that he abandoned his vehicle by the roadside. While it is Black Shook who is credited with being a terrible omen, could it be that White Shook appears before monumental loss of life, such as occurred during World War II? Uh, but you see, my thought is, is, is White Shook a bit like white chocolate? It's not really chocolate. I'm just saying white shark isn't isn't really black shark's relative. <laughs> yeah, I. Because you have phantom black dogs, yeah. which aren't shuck. Yes. Shuck is a a thing of his own. Yes. So maybe the white shark is more of a phantom white dog. This, this, the the dog. white dog is far more well known in Suffolk, isn't it? Because the there the white dog is galley is the galley, galley trot. trot, isn't it? Yeah. And there's one in 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 Borough is it oh, Berg mm. Borough Burr. in near St Boltolf's Church in Suffolk. And we did a story for our sister site with Suffolk about um, about white shuck, Grendel galley trot, or Caco demon, as he is known. I don't think anyone calls him Caco demon. That's awful, isn't it? Well, you hear them talk about it all the time in the pubs. Oh, did you see Cacodemon? Um <clears throat> And, yeah, it's it's apparently they prefer boggy areas. They'll give chase to anyone they see. Um, and some people believe that it's a church grim. So they were beasts that guarded churchyards, weren't they? Yeah. They, they kind of often were seen at, at churchyard doors or the doors to the church trying to stop people going inside or trying to stop thieves, vandals, devils, warlocks going in. Um, and it used to be a custom to bury a dog alive, charmingly, mm. under the cornerstone of a church as a, as a kind of foundation sacrifice. But this Norfolk one doesn't sound... Because it's, it's not roaming near the church or anything, is it? No. So it's just like a random... It's just a white dog. <laughs> white dog. <laughs> I mean... It, there, I was looking up. Did you look at the um, the fairy hounds? Yeah, I was going to talk about the fairy hounds. Yeah. Um, they have, but they have red eyes and red ears. So, and this isn't described as that. So, I did wonder, oh, if maybe there was a fairy sight around Great Snoring, but I couldn't find one. So, what, what's a fairy hound? Has it got wings? No, it's just a. No, it's just it's a, it's a, a white hound basically with, with red, eyes, with red, red eyes. eyes, but with red ears as well. 
which is quite interesting. Bright red ears, bright yeah. red eyes. Yeah. Um, I That's, yeah, I was trying to look to see if there was any fairy sights. I mean, obviously Norfolk's not very... Hasn't got many fairy sights, and so. great snoring is not one of them. No. So. Well, maybe it is. Well, maybe it is. Maybe yeah. this is the 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 galley trot has popped over from Suffolk. Mm. I didn't realise that galley meant frighten. Mm. So, frighten trot. Yeah. It's not a great name, is it? What I want to know though is why is it called great snoring? And little snoring. And little snoring. They were using that certain newspapers um, campaign once, weren't they? They did a whole campaign about little snoring and great snoring a newspaper whose name we will not mention but not ours um yeah i don't know i don't know and also ironic that yeah it's some kind of terrible nightmare hound in a place that's renowned for sleeping isn't it (laughs) i i quite like this idea of the the that black shark kind of foretells the doom of one whereas Mm. white shark foretells mass mass kind of genocide the folklore of this dog doesn't seem to go particularly far back. It is just around World War II. World War II. So maybe... But then why show yourself in, in great snoring? Oh, why not? Yeah, I suppose. Okay. Everybody's going to be but somewhere. Why wouldn't there be, like... <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, but I think he is the only white shock sighting in Norfolk. I couldn't find any others. Are we saying white shock? Are we saying that? Yeah, I think we we'll definitely say, saying Because I think we still call phantom black dogs shock just because it's easier. And also it? just because it appears to foretell something. So mm. often that is the case with black shock, isn't it? That he, he is seen, uh, or she, it is seen, um, and then something awful happens. Normally to just the person that sees the dog. Um, where and, and similarly, this appears and well, what two So if you see white shark, end of the world. End of the world. Yeah, Armageddon. I'd imagine. So we really, I think it's a good thing that white shark has not been seen more, because um, I, you know it's it's a it's a dark day literally when you have to say you'd rather see black shark than white yeah. shark. I did. Um, I was looking into like kind of uh, white dog folklore just across the world just to see if there was anything similar and in central america there's a folklore tale of i don't know how, i'm going to say this obviously completely wrong cadeo cadeo it's spelled c-a-d-e-j-o yeah and um there is a, a good cadeo and an evil black cadeo and they're both spirits that appear at night to travelers like shook the white dog protects the travellers from harm, while the black dog will try and kill the traveller. So actually, that is a really similar... With black shuck and white shuck, it could be a really a similar kind of creature. Um, but because folklore likes to mess with us, sometimes the colours are swapped around. So oh. sometimes... But then you do get phantom black dogs, which are meant to be more protective spirits, yeah. which will kind of escort a traveller to safety. So, I don't know. I think it's interesting that... You know, this is Central America and Norfolk. It's, it's we, like we are completely ignoring the fact that somebody drove through this dog, so it could just be a ghost. It could be the ghost of Black Shuck that is white. Because Will of the Wisp. Could have just been a bit of mist. Yeah, there's just, no, there's no, there's never any talk of driving through Black Shuck, is no, there? No, there isn't. So if no. you're driving through a white dog, then why are they not it's assuming really... it's just not a ghost dog? Yeah. You know it. Because that makes more sense, doesn't it? Normally, if we have anything that that is driven through, like the old man of Hopton or yeah, yeah. or the Acle Straight Ghost, where they drive straight through a person, 
and you know don't have time to stop and then realize that their car's still on the road and they haven't committed murder then you would assume that was a ghost whereas we're kind of trying to make this into a folklore when in fact it might just be the ghost dog of 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 snoring i think and i think a lot of the phantom black dogs are just called shook because they you know it's a black dog oh it must be shook but shook is very distinctive with his flaming red eyes You, you know you know if you've seen shook Whereas the, the phantom dogs are usually more just like big, like Irish wolfhound kind of looking dogs, you know, just a big hound walking alongside someone as opposed to charging at them, being terrifying, and then the person dying. There's um, a parent, well, I was kind of looking at white dogs across the world, um, sightings of. Off me. Yeah, I literally looked over her shoulder. And then. Um, tell you exactly the same story uh, now. Yeah, you? and apparently there are these things called catch. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then. Um, Great Britain has the most instances of white dogs that have been seen. There's a death dog in the Hebrides, which runs around in circles to one of impending death. See, I saw this one, but I took it off my list because I searched that name and I couldn't find anything else about it. Yes. It was just a were- werewolf in France. <laughs> so French werewolves um, can assume the guise of white dogs during the day, apparently. And in Romania, gypsies claim that cemeteries are occupied by white spirit wolves, which guard the living by discovering and destroying vampires. I think it's really interesting that folklore across all of the world has very similar stories. You know, how we've got a similar story to Central America. How, is that, how does that happen? Like, we're, we're so far, but we're so far away. We, we, all of our stories are very, very similar. But could you similar. imagine this story starting off in Central America and then this traveller comes over here and tells stories... I would say they got it from us, though. We went over to Well, all right, way. But then they tell stories and they think, that's a lovely... We're having that. Yeah. That's we'll going to be ours. I'm going to go to the pub tonight yeah, and yeah. say everybody else this story yeah. about this. Yeah. And it develops. Yeah. I quite like the sound of the white dogs in Somerset who, it says here, whose open-mouthed members, although that's... That's quite wrong. Pardon. Um, The ghostly white dogs, whose open-mouthed members allegedly emit flames from their jaws as they race along, which is one up on Black Shark, isn't it? They have to go one extra, don't they? And um, yeah, they're they're supposed to be fairy hounds down in um, down in Somerset, and with the red ears and the red eyes. Mm -hmm. But that sounds just kind of um, albino, doesn't Mm -hmm. it? Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. I suppose when you didn't understand about Mm. albino, then red-eared, red-eyed... Yeah, ears would have been very glowing, wouldn't they? Yeah, they would have in the sunshine. Yeah. It's kind of um, interesting always that it's always these polar opposites, so white and black and and nothing in between. So Mm. there's all these probably... you know, No. If you were going to be clever and you were a shark, then you'd just be some kind of mottled, Mm. you know... Boring brown. Oh, well, actually, there are some like tales that the shook can like change their form. So yeah, you can mm. change yourself to any colour you wanted. It is unusual. Shift is right. It's unusual that there's only been one sighting of this in Norfolk. And normally, even if they're just a line, because mm. we kind of come across things where you just have one line of a mm. sighting somewhere, and you can't really pin more on it. This is one where. There's nothing else, is there? No, 
Just that. Just that one kind of incident. Have we got other ghost dogs in Norfolk? There's... Well, not anything that says it's a... Uh, there's... At Cromer, there's the dog in the sea, isn't there, that was meant to drop... And they, again, yeah. they called that a shook, but I yeah. don't feel like it was. But there was a, a young boy who... There was this black dog on the beach, and they were playing together, and they went in the sea. And at first the dog was like being playing all nicely with the boy and then all of a sudden the dog started yeah basically when tried to drown the boy and there was a fishing boat nearby and they pulled the boy in and the dog did the dog turn into a a man or a devil yeah i think so and disappeared as they do (laughs) so yeah it's i think that's the only one i can and i think there is a, a ghostly black dog that just walks up and down the beach somewhere along north norfolk but I think, again, we just all call them all shook when they're not necessarily shook. Surprisingly, there aren't more ghost animals. I know we've spoken about this before, but there really aren't a huge amount of... No. I did read, like, in a National Trust thing, I think we've talked about it before, there's a flock of ghostly geese somewhere in Norfolk. But, again, and I the can't... Sheep. And the sheep. And the sheep, yeah. The ghostly sheep. I suppose they do appear, because, I mean, you talk about headless horsemen. So yeah. the... the... The horses. The horse must be the ghost. Yeah, yeah. And carriages that yeah. get pulled across bridges yeah. and things. So there's so. a lot of horse ghosts actually, isn't there? Horses, horses and dogs, but they are related. Are ghost horses. They are related, aren't they, horses yeah. and dogs? Yes. And it's you don't see, we haven't got any ghost cats, have we? How are horses and dogs related? It goes back many, many years. But they are. That's why dogs like to run around the legs of horses, and they run the same way, apparently. Do they? Yeah, they always <laughs> go up the street rather than down. Yeah. <laughs> They're very similar. They are. The, I thought you meant that. as in more tales are of, you know, kind of, I don't know, dogs, horses, because they're such traditional animals. Well, they are. They were also very much domesticated animals, yes. aren't they? And the dogs were very much, you know, even when you see, you know, some of those really old films of Middle England yeah. you know, villages, they've always got dogs running around, haven't they? You know? <laughs> always. <laughs> you know. well, some of them are white with red eyes. And <laughs> but dogs and horses, they were yeah. part of. Yeah. You know, they were both working animals. And I suppose when you hear about a headless horseman, you're not really thinking about the horse, are you? you You're thinking about the headless, headless. sleepy, hollow, great snoring. Um, It's like, what happened to the horse? Yeah, exactly. Did he die at the same time as the man? Yeah. Or did the man get him from, like, a ghost stable? Yeah, a ghost stable. (laughs) Where do they get their horses from? (laughs) Is it the horse that they always rode with? Because in Egyptian times, they used to... (laughs) They would barely like goes stable. <laughs> I'm looking for some. That's gonna, I only need him once a week, once a year on a, a May, just one night, just to gallop through Blickling Hall. Is that okay? But then if you've got your horse stables, then you're gonna need horse, You're gonna need ghost blacksmiths. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, this is just gets complicated, it? doesn't it? It does you know? just get complicated. Yeah. But that's what I might do in my afterlife. What run a ghost <laughs> stable? Yeah. You get to meet all sorts of interesting people, wouldn't you? And also, how do you ask for it if you haven't got a head? <laughs> what do you go in with a piece of paper? Oh, he's that headless guy. He must want a horse. It's all right. Exactly. Yeah. Does he need a carriage? Who knows? <laughs> yeah, just send him anything. He can't see it. <laughs> this one's a lovely one. <laughs> Massive. <laughs> well, there we go. That's sorted that one out, hasn't it? <laughs> Oh dear. Yeah. Are we done with that one? I think we're done with that one. We're done. So if anybody knows of any more yeah. white, white, white dogs, dogs, ghosts, 
ghost dogs, yeah. white dogs, pale hounds, fairy pale hounds, yeah, fairy Dead hounds, hounds, vampires, yeah. horses, horses, horses. Yeah. headless horses, yeah. anything like that. Please let us know. <laughs> Please keep it to yourself. I love that. Do you know what? Nobody <laughs> ever actually lets us know. <laughs> Never. No. Oh, they do though, don't they? People, people who listen to our podcast will kind of say, "Oh, I listen to it," and 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 it will take them a while, but then they'll have a story. Mm. It's whether they tell it or not. But everyone's got one, haven't they? Don't you think? It's funny you mention that because Aileen has listened to our podcast and she's with us and she's got a story. See? <laughs> you See? know, it's not Norfolk. We will forgive you for that. But go on, tell us your story. This is unrelated to dogs, I presume. Yeah, unrelated to dogs and Norfolk. But I grew up in Liverpool and when I was a very young child, my mum and dad moved to a, an old house in Liverpool. I think it might have been about Victorian times. And I was three years old and I used to go to bed um, and I'd be settled. But then I'd come downstairs sort of after I'd supposedly been asleep for the last hour and I'd be saying that the little girl was keeping me awake and I really, really wanted to go to sleep now. And they assumed it was a, an imaginary friend, but this kept happening. And quite often I'd be quite exhausted, apparently, you know, coming in and she's, I don't want to play with her, but she's asking to play. So they didn't pay much attention. My mum's Irish and there was a room in the house she didn't like. She used to feel it was cold and she wouldn't go into it. And, you know, like Irish people do, you've got that sort of suspicious history, suspicion history. Um, superstitious is the word, isn't it? Not super. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, um, and my dad paid no attention to it. And then one night, they were both, my mum and dad were both in bed. And in the middle of the night, they woke up and there was a little girl at the end of the bed who was about seven or eight years old, I think, um, with a, a long, a white nighty. They said it looked a little bit Victorian-ish looking and long, dark hair. And um, they both saw it. When I asked my dad, he reluctantly says, yeah, I saw something, but we, you know, we, we were probably dreaming. But after that, he, he agreed to sell the house and they moved. Oh, yeah. oh, wow. Do you yeah. remember it? No, or? no. I thought about getting hypnotised to see if I remembered. I've also yeah. thought about looking at, you know, looking into the history of the house, you know, looking at that the census. Really yeah. yeah. Um, but both things are not great. So if there was a little girl that lived there, it's quite a sad thought and mm. a bit spooky. And then if there wasn't a little girl that lived there, um, perhaps me and my parents were hallucinating or something. And uh, you know, you just think, gosh, what on earth was going on with us if it wasn't? Yeah. It is really interesting that they both saw it as yeah, well. Yeah, it is. Yeah, because that kind of makes it feel like, you know, something was actually there. Because they wouldn't have both, or you wouldn't have all been hallucinating the same thing. No. Would you? No. At my, the same time. No, and my dad is, you know, he's a reserved Englishman, you know. He he, he doesn't yeah. see ghosts, yeah. you know. No. It would be more common in Ireland, you know. Have you seen anything else since, or? No, um, but my sister seems to have quite a strong sixth sense about people or occasionally an event that might be about to happen, you yeah. know, but not me. Yeah. That's really, really interesting. You should definitely look into the house. I should, shouldn't I? Yeah. I'll tell you what, if I ever find anything, yeah, I'll let, let you know. know. Yeah, let us know. Thanks for having me. You're very welcome. Weird Norfolk, produced and edited by Richard Fair. The EDP. From true crime to football, Brexit to folklore. For more great podcasts from Archant, head to audioboom.com slash channel slash Archant.